Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, thank you for joining us in another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode number 56, recorded November 23rd, 2022. Hey now. Yeah. Right. Hey now. Right. Hey now. That doesn't get your blood pumping. Right. All right. Need to get we it pumping because we're going to be full with some turkey tomorrow. And, yep. you know, it's got all that. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving what tomorrow. That, what the hell's that uh, chemical that makes oh, you sleepy? Tryptophan. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's get started with some horror freaking news. Woohoo! Uh, Terrifier 2 cleared $10 million domestically. That's awesome. That is awesome. Box Office Mojo reports as of this morning, $10.5 million gross domestic income from that, from a $250,000 movie. Way to go, gents. Holy shnikes. Bravo. Bravo. Without, with no advertising, no, yep. you know, just, just fans, word of mouth. Word of mouth. And the funny thing is, when you look at Box Office Mojo and it shows, remember, they opened up over 1,500 theaters later on after like the third weekend just the numbers the 40 50 percent increases of viewership every week over over i'm like holy crap man the word of mouth was killer on that thing yeah you know now more people are going to try to to copy that and just release a movie like at a couple places and and you know it it may work but uh don't don't try to take a big budget film and release it like in just a few theaters to hopefully get people to like be like oh we gotta go see it yeah. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Yeah. You know they will try it though. Right. Um Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are uh in Variety magazine they're discussing the scoring of the movie Bones and All. Uh the soundtrack is now available on Spotify and Apple Music. So go listen to it. Is that um, movie's not out yet, right? Yeah, it came out on the 18th. Oh, did it? The trailer looked pretty good. I'm going to see it tonight. So uh Oh, sweet. It Report does back. look pretty good. Yeah, I will. I'll let you know whether or not it's worth watching. Uh, um, at least from all the trailers, it looks freaking amazing. Uh, yeah, I thought it looked really good. It's it's theater release only right now, though, right? It's not yeah, dual release. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Screenbox, we discussed this before. Screenbox is where you can see Terrifier 2. Screenbox is having a Black Friday sale. You can buy three months for 99 cents. After that, it's four ninety nine a month. What if you're already a member? Do they do they prorate your your account for that? Or I didn't see anything on their nah. page. When I clicked on the sign up, it needs it's asking me to create a new account, mm. uh, and then I it browsed. only charged me. Yeah, it's like on Amazon, you can go in and browse before you buy. And yeah, like rubbish, man. It wasn't. Yeah, they're kind of like what Shutter was when it first started. It's a lot of a lot of old movies, a yeah, lot of yeah. '70s and '80s horror movies so on I didn't there. Bother. But the cool thing I think is like they have like if you look, they got the full Sleepaway Camp collection. They have the full Slumber Party Massacre collection. They have the uh, Basket Case collection. You know, they have pretty much yeah. all the old film collections, which is kind of nice. So uh, that's they, is that sort of owned by Bloody Disgusting too, or no? They're in partnership with the company that owns it. Because I noticed uh, Bloody Disgusting hasn't really been posting anything about Shutter movies when they used to post a lot. Yeah, yeah, because they are they are part owner of that, as my understanding. Yeah. they are a partnership. That's a shame. Yeah, I, I, I was getting to this argument the other day with my my sister. I was saying, man, all these streaming services, one after another after another, it's like eventually you're just going to pay six hundred dollars a month for fucking movies. <laughs> Back to where you were with cable, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, might as well just sign up for fucking cable. Yeah. Yeah. We it's thought like cable, it was good. Cable thought, oh, you guys are going to cut your cords? Well, we'll make sure you don't do that for too long. They're going to yeah. work you right back in a circle back to where you were. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Joe Bob Briggs announces a Christmas Ghoul Tide get-together double feature. Nice. <laughs> Joe Bob's Ghoul Tide get-together will air December 16th. Another day with Joe Bob Briggs is a good day. This year, we're going to be treated to a Halloween special 
Um, now the Briggs has announced his return with Joe Bob's Ghoul Tide get together. This Christmas event will once again focus on raising money for charity by auctioning off awesome last drive-in treasures. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, streaming live December sixteenth. Might uh, might just check into that. Hopefully, yeah. they show some good stuff. Maybe Santa's sleigh would be on the. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what the movies are. I don't think they announced them yet. I didn't see them listed at least. According to Variety Magazine, Jason Blum and Jason Wan, uh, James yeah. Wan, are in talks to merge their horror production companies. Yeah, I saw that. That that's kind of cool. Yeah. So Blumhouse, Blumhouse Productions, which belongs to Jason Blum, and Atomic Monster Productions, which belongs to James Wan, are looking to merger. Last year, uh, Jason Blum, I think, took in over $11.6 billion in the movie's release, and James wow. Wan, $6.3 billion. Or a million. Is it million or billion? Ah, fuck. It's got to be billion. Oh, it's man. billion, yeah. Uh, so horror bah, 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 says it's going to turn into a mega house of chills and thrills. We don't have any details further than that. Variety has a nice article, though. You should check it out. I think what they need to do is if they do that because they're raking in a ton of cash is they need to consider doing a horror themed amusement park where you can do like the Halloween haunt type stuff all year long. That would like be all the rides would be like horror themed, you know, like the roller oh. coasters. And, like, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it might. Uh, it might. I think there's enough people that are into that stuff that it yeah, might. Yeah, I, I think there's a, isn't there a place in Atlanta that has a haunt that's open all year round? Yeah. Like Netherworld or something like that? Oh, yeah? Is it like a haunted some, amusement park? Like yeah. a amusement? No, it's just a walkthrough, but it's like Jimungus. Oh. I think it's like just open all year Gotcha. I, I, I was I think. thinking like the whole park's got like, oh, a, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, kind no. of theme to it. Cool. Yeah, no, so exactly. Blum, Blumhouse has uh, the Paranormal Activity Purge, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it says here that the uh, the combined James Wan-Blumhouse combined totals would be about $11.6 billion from the box office. Damn. Uh, they're saying that the Blumhouse-generated movies have generated at least $5 billion worldwide in the last year, and... Uh, James won $3.7 billion globally. Yeah. Damn. Damn. The titans of the uh, the, the genre industry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Megan, which isn't even out yet, they're planning a sequel. Discussions are already <laughs> underway at Universal. Apparently, from what I've read, uh, this movie is reviewing so well, they're like, we better cash in and plan that sequel right away. Really? Yeah. Yep. James I mean, Wan it looks good. Yeah, James Wan says he originally pitched Megan to Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers turned it down because he felt it would be too similar to the Annabelle franchise that James Wan already owns. Um, now that it ended up at Universal and Blumhouse is working with it, it is paving the way for a lot more Blum slash Wan collaborations. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a doll, but it's a it's a you know, it's more of a robot than it is a, you know a possessed doll like Annabelle right. is. Right. Yeah. Do you see the screenshot of what's underneath? No, I didn't. Megan, let's see. Yeah, it's like it looks like a, a robot. Yeah, it's an android, right? <laughs> That's yeah, what I thought. Had, yeah. Yeah. They had a screenshot of it without. A new without Escape her. from New York sequel is going to be coming out. From 20th Century Studios, directed by uh, Radio Silence. Um, Hot directing team Radio Silence will helm the reboot of Escape from New York for 20th Century Studios. The picture company partners Andrew Rona and Alex Heineman to produce the film, along with Radio Silence. Original filmmaker John Carpenter will serve as executive producer of the film. Uh, which is Studio Canal Library Title. The French company, Studio Canal, will hold the distribution rights to several territories. The picture company has an overall deal with Studio Canal. Will, will Kirk Russell be back? That's no. what they're saying. Kirk Russell really? will be reprising his role. Really? Oh, yes. dye his hair. And <laughs> Maybe he'll be like Old Snake, kind of like Old Man Logan. 
Yeah. Maybe. Maybe maybe he won't be the primary character. Maybe it'll be somebody else, but like Old Snake will be there from, you know, the like past. A, like a mentor or something. Yeah, because they're saying it's a direct sequel, so we'll see. Well. Nicholas Holt is excited for people to see Nicholas Cage as Dracula. Uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, based on the treatment written by The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman, Renfield is directed by Chris McKay, uh, who directed The Tomorrow War, from a screenplay by Ryan Ridley. Uh, he's a writer from Rick and Morty. In Bram Stoker's novel Dracula, R.M. Renfield was an inmate at a lunatic asylum, if you don't recall, mm-hmm. um, who... Um, they thought he was suffering from delusions, but was actually a servant of Dracula. Um, the plot details of the movie weren't announced, but it's believed to take place during the present day and is not a period piece in this film. Renfield has been serving the bloodsucker for centuries, and now he's grown sick and tired of his centuries as Dracula's lackey. <laughs> uh, the henchman finds a new lease on life and maybe even redemption when he falls for a feisty, uh, angry traffic cop, Rebecca Quincy. Speaking with The Hollywood Reporter, Holt said, yeah, the second Nick Cage experience was incredible. I got to work with him when I was 14, and I played a son in a movie called The Weatherman, and I felt <laughs> fortunate to be on the set with him because I'm such a fan of his, but to get to work with him whilst playing Dracula, I don't think there were two more iconic things than Dracula and Nick Cage. So putting those two together uh, and being in scenes with him, just watch it all as inspiration and all the things that he brings to the character. It was fun, and he was very dedicated, and you could see his love for acting. I don't recall the weatherman. Yeah, neither do I. I do know Holt, he's been in a lot of films. He... uh, I like him as Beast from the X-Men, young X-Men films. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, uh, man, I don't know how to pronounce this name, but let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat something here. I'm going to make my computer speak it to me. Hold on. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Fancy. Nikayatu Jusu will be directing Suicide by Sunlight for Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions. Hmm. Uh, apparently, she directed a short film that was released at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2019 called Suicide by Sunlight, and will be expanding that story as a Monkey Paw production, uh, which will be coming out sometime next year. Um, while in information on the horror film has been scarce, we know that it will be an adaptation of her short film that came out in 2019. Um, uh, she says, quote, my production with Monkey Paw is an expansion of the short film that I called Suicide by Sunlight, uh, end quote. Um, they're saying that this is uh, loosely based on vampires in Los Angeles um, uh, that are day-walking black-skinned vampires that are protected Ooh. by the sun from their uh, melanin. Huh. Yeah. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Ah, uh, Daywalkers. There is a short film available, and I'll post it up on our Facebook group. Uh, there is a short, the short form, uh, film from the Tribeca Film Festival in 2019 is free up on uh, YouTube, so I'll, yeah. I'll place that link up there. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting concept. Never really thought about that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, uh, I'm done. Do you guys have any additional stories that I didn't mention there wasn't a no. whole lot of interesting things going on in terms of horror news. I think it's because we're getting too close to the Thanksgiving and holiday season. Yeah, I've been watching. Uh, have you guys been watching a Midnight Club? No, I haven't. But I've been watching the Cabinets of Curiosities. Oh, uh, Cabinets oh, of Curiosities yeah, really is good. good. Love I'm that only, show. I'm only five into that. I have one episode left of uh, Midnight Club. It's a good. It's good. It's it's very depressing. Like like Midnight I Club? I feel yeah. I feel so because it's it's based off of a, a home. For kids with terminal diseases, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it, it's a cool concept, and 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 it's it's probably not his his best work that I've seen, but it's it, it's kept me interested. I, I I've I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I started watching it. And Other than being depressed after every episode, nice. Yeah, I started but Cabinet of Curiosities has been really good too. Fantastic, really? and it, it's been renewed for season two. 
Salvage, did you see the one with Peter Weller? Yeah. I, what uh, if, just I a, watched that one last night, dude. It was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that one just yet. Just a fantastic show overall, man. There's yeah, like each... awesome actors in it, too. Like, yeah. 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 Like, you don't Not only that, it. some of the directors are significant names. It looks like he's... Yeah. He's looking to line up some additional significant directors for season two, so I'm yeah. I'm excited. I, I yeah, each one of them is like show. its own like little one hour like yeah film, which and they've all been really good. Yeah, fantastic. like I said, I'm only up to the fifth one though. No. I started watching 1899 on Netflix. How's that? Um, not bad. That's a horror, right? Yeah, but it hasn't gone. I'm only three in, and it's it's slow. Take, you know. Taking a while. Yeah, but it's enough to keep you interested. Sure. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's cool. It's on my list. That's all I have, though. Yeah, like three and I'm not saying, wow, you know, I'm like, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's enough yeah. to sort of figure out. You know, you want, we want to find out sort of what's going on. <laughs> right, right, yeah. All right, let's take a look at uh, five great horror flicks. Okay, I, uh, I, took, I picked Shudder uh, this, for this month, um, and... All but one of them are Shutter exclusives. So uh, that that tell I mean, if you haven't gotten Shutter yet and you're a, you're a horror fan, you you need to invest in, in Shutter. It's not that expensive. But uh, so here's my five movies to see on Shutter. The uh, number five one is The Furies. Have you have you either guys watched that one yet? No. It's really good. It's a 2019 uh, Shutter exclusive. Um, this this girl wakes up in this box out in the middle of nowhere and she doesn't know where she, where she is and how she got there. And she finds out that she's one of several girls that have experienced the same thing. And each one of them has a killer assigned to them. And that killer is trying to kill that specific girl. And the girls band together to try to, but the oh. killers actually fight each other too, which is crazy. Sort of and like host, hostile, but a little different. Twist. Yeah. And it takes place out in like the wilderness and each one of the killers is a slight knockoff of like famous like horror icons, but like not really. Yeah. So they're slashers, and they're, like their job is to go kill their their specific person. And it's it's pretty. It's a good concept, and it was a good movie. Uh, number four again, Chris. The, the Furies. The Furies. Okay. Yeah. Um. The next one is another one is one that we reviewed. The sadness. That movie was was crazy. Yeah. Um. So much gore and blood and and uh, yeah, just a just a good uh, shutter exclusive. My number three is Deadstream. Craig, you said you watched it. Sal, have you watched that one yet? Uh, I have not yet, but it was fun. Keep talking about it. I've added it to my list. I haven't gotten to it yet. It has some good jump scares in it. It was creepy. It was it was different. Plus, it was it was modern. You know, it was like trying like with influencers and stuff like that. I I, I thought it was a it was a clever film. Yeah, it had some, like you said, it had some, it's a comedy, but it had some. It was, horror. there was some creepy stuff to it. There was a nice twist to it, too, the that I. I effects were, were horrible, but I think that was. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what the budget was on it. I mean, there's what, like yeah. three people in the entire movie. Yeah. Number two is the only one on my list. It's not a Shutter exclusive, and it's because we're, we're nearing the holidays and of the apocalypse. It's one that I've added to my, my must watch, uh, Christmas time horror flicks. Nice. Uh, and in the apocalypse is musical zombie yeah, Christmas saw that movie. Up. Yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah. And my my number one uh, is Glorious, another one that we've reviewed. Uh, Shutter exclusive. Uh, <laughs> great flick. Mm-hmm. So again, those are the five to see on Shutter. And if you listen to this show and haven't gotten Shutter yet, you need to do it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I was a holdout, and I'm glad I. Well, it's it's gotten much better. The the oh, yeah. interface yeah. is much better. The content is is getting to be like top notch, and the original content is is has really stepped up its game too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most impressive thing is the amount of uh, original content that they're either snatching up or producing themselves, which is pretty awesome. Although yeah. I think Tubi's like surpassing everybody. Yeah. It's just with everything. Yeah. Well, the thing with Tubi is like it's free. It just yeah, know, deal with commercials. You just gotta watch a couple, watch some ads. And it's not, it's not terrible. It's not. No, obnoxious. it's like, like one at the first part, one in the middle, and then one at the end. So it's not yeah. like it's terrible. And they give you like the little timer, so you know how much time you got to skip yeah. the, to skip the commercials. And consider content is like insane. It's like, yeah. I think that perhaps might wind up being ultimately the future of streaming services like Tubi and Pluto. Pluto TV yeah. is the same thing. Tons of free stuff. Just gotta watch commercials. Yep. 
Yep. All right. Yeah, awesome. if I was on a budget, I mean, I would. I mean, just go to Tubi. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's do our top five horror remakes. I can't believe we hadn't done this one yet. Here's the thing. We have. Oh, is that on the? Uh, I just looked it up today after after I did the list already. I it. went through the list. Did we not? Yeah, I knew we did, but I, I think my list is different. If I swear you, I went through the list. If you go, let me go up to my Google Drive real quick. And if I you, swear I went through the list and checked. You'll see that it was in 2020. Damn, I swear I went through that list and looked. May 28th, 2020, when we reviewed Color Out of Space, we did horror movie remakes. But that's okay, because there are so many horror movie remakes, perhaps we will pick something new. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm okay with this, too. I did not go back and look at what we picked. Well, I didn't either. So so really, my like... List is, my list is pretty much the same. I mean, it's it might be... You know, one or two different ones. Damn, on I can't believe I played. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. You know what? I swear I lo- We've done so many top five fucking lists. We're running out of options. We're bound to to fucking mistakenly uh, uh, do it twice. So <laughs> I swear I went through it. I looked. I was like, man, I if we, we have to. All right. I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's funny. We didn't do this. And so I did it. And then just before, you know, we started this, I'm like, let me just look through my list here. And I looked. At my, oh, shit. We did do it. God dang it. I didn't look back at what I picked, so maybe I'm picking totally different shit. All right. So this this month it is Chris, Craig, Sal. All right. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this is similar to my first list. If not, <laughs> then, um, you know, whatever. I mean, they're all good. They're all good movies. Uh, my number five is The Fly, which I think, you know, was. I mean, both of them were, are classics. But, I had uh, that on my first list, but I didn't put it on this one. No. Yeah, on purpose because it's oh. because of us. <laughs> because we did a list already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, things we are thankful for. I'm thankful that my memory is going. <laughs> Number four is Piranha, and I think I, if I remember correctly, this probably was on my last list you because I new version with Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the uh, yeah the Piranha remake, which is uh, Piranha 3D, but it's basically the remake and. Yep. It's it's hilarious. It's gory. It's it's a great movie. Uh, my number three is the Evil Dead remake. Um, I'm yeah. sure if you go back to this last the last episode, I probably talked about this movie somewhat in that one. So I won't uh, talk much about it. I I thought it was a great remake as a different, fan of different. Yeah, right? as a fan of the original, and and like you know, I don't like to be one of those people that's like, uh, screw that. I like the original. I thought it was a really good job. It was I, actually much scarier, I think, than they the original one. Try to to remake it. No, right? just because it, the yeah stop animation stuff like you just couldn't do it. You know? Yeah, number two is the thing, which for the longest time I had no idea was a uh, was a remake. Um, but uh, it, it's you know that's the funny thing is uh, because in the last time we did this, I remember telling you that that was a remake and telling you about the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? It yeah. is because I had the thing as my on oh, my yeah. list. Black well, well, so it's on my list now as one of my favorite remakes because now know. I know it's a remake. Nice. And and my number one is and I, this may have been my number one last time uh, was it, is it chapter one? Okay. Um, you could throw chapter two in there too, but uh, dude, the, dude, that was your number one last time too. Yeah, what, was it really? Well, yeah. there you go. Look at that. Like uh, having oh, yeah, tra- chapter two. I mean, it, it, I mean, technically, like chapter one and chapter two are the remake. Both, right, of, right. Of the one that was on TV, right, right. But of the two, I, I, the, the, I liked them both. I think one is superior, and yeah, I, I personally, I think that that could have been up for an Oscar. You know, like for like best yeah. picture. Oh yeah, absolutely. Should have been. Should have been. Right. I mean, those kids did a tremendous job, and it was a good movie besides being a horror flick. So, second go-around, there's my list. I have three honorable mentions. I'll just go through them real quick. Child's Play, the remake. I think that was on my list last time, possibly. Nope. The Halloween remake with Rob Zombie that uh, Rob Zombie did. Yeah. And Evil Dead 2, uh, remake, sequel, there's arguments either way. That's yeah. why I didn't put it on my top five, because you could argue that it's a sequel. You could argue that it's a remake, because it, it starts out very similar than the original. Nice. That's it. Again, for the second time. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 
My number five, I went with uh, a little movie called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. It's a good one. Um, was that on your list last time? Because yep, I think it may have it been. Was, it was number five last time, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I found the list. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, number four, I went with The Thing. I think we're all going to hit some. Yeah, that wasn't even on your list last time. Nope. Uh, three, I know, was the one with the Evil Dead yep. as well for number three. <laughs> number two, I don't know if I picked it, but I picked it for my number two. Nice. That wasn't on the list last time. Nope. Um, and I think this was maybe my number one, but I got to keep it number one because I love it. Uh, Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween. Yes. Yes. So that was your number two last time. Oh, was it? Yep. Okay. Not not bad, though. You're pretty close. Nice. Yeah. For the for the second go around, any honorable mentions? Yeah, um, I have uh, the ring. Mm. Oh yeah, nice. And uh, Psycho. Very good. Anthony. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that it was a remake too. I think we had Anthony that conversation Perkins. last Anthony time. Anthony Perkins. Yeah, we'll go Anthony Perkins. All right. As Norman, a bunch of times because then then he he did two as well, right? Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> Psycho, Psycho 2. I think yeah, there was a third, too, right? Yeah. yeah, but he wasn't in. I think that was Vince Vaughn, wasn't it? No, Vince no, Vaughn, he, Vince was, Vaughn a reboot. was in a remake. Yeah, it was a reboot okay. of Psycho 1. Okay. Almost shot for shot, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Which is risky. Yeah. All right. My top five horror movie remakes, uh, based on what I recalled I liked. Uh, it is not the same. It is the same movies, just in a different order somehow. But anyway, my number five, The Thing, 1982. Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Love it. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, my number four, It, the the first one, 2017. Uh, what a freaking great film. Like you said, it really should have won some Oscars. Should have won a Best Picture. And a lot of those actors, sh- those child actors, should have won some some significant awards because... For sure, for sure. Just an amazing movie, all in all. Yep. Uh, my number three is The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, nineteen eighty six. You know, uh, you can't uh, yeah can't get away from those uh, <laughs> body horror yep. uh, films. Cronenberg, yeah. yeah, Cronenberg's masterpieces, one after another. There, huh? Uh, my number two is The Evil Dead twenty thirteen remake. Um, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a comedy horror like the original. They turned it into a full blown horror, and it was a blood fest. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and it was it was scary too. Like I, yep. I thought it did oh, yeah. a good job making it, making it creepy. Very good reimagining of that film. Very well. For sure. Done. Yeah. And I, and and this one was in my list before too. Night of the Living Dead, nineteen ninety. Oh. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Because I always was praise Tony Todd. No. Yeah, yeah yeah yep. I always yeah, praise yeah. that movie because number one. Tony Todd does a great job in there, but number two, this one was actually directed uh, by um, Tom Savini. Tom Savini, and the best thing that he did about it, and he he always talks about this, he fixed the female actress. He fixed that right. role because she was a whiny yeah. little bitch in the first oh, movie, God. and this one she is the heroine. She is the leader, the survivor, the person that. You know, kind of doesn't whine and bitch, but she adapts and becomes a fighter. And I love that reimagining of that character. That was my number one. I've got three nice. three honorable mentions. I've got uh, the Blob, just fucking great. I yeah. watch, you know, oh, right yeah. before Halloween, I watched the original Blob, mm-hmm. okay. and it was a good movie, you know, for its time. But the the yeah. remake was so much over the top. I have to go back and watch. Yeah, that seeing one. the people melt as the as the blob is like you know going oh, over yeah. them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Kevin yeah. Dillon in that one. What? Kevin Dillon yep. was he in that? He's one? in the remake. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two is uh, of um, honorable mention is Suspiria, mm. uh, yep. which was on Amazon. Just freaking great, and the soundtrack by yeah. Tom York is amazing too. Yeah. Uh, and my number three honorable mention is Willard. Uh, oh yeah. With yeah. Uh, Crispin Glover. Oh, yep, which is, of course, a remake of the 1971 film Willard. I think that popped up on uh, Shutter 2 recently. Oh, nice. Did it? My, when I was a kid, I remember watching Willard in uh, in the 70s. Uh, I had to be like, eight, maybe I was what? I was born in 75, so it had to be like just about, 
had to be like six or seven, so it had to be the early eighties. But I remember watching um, Willard and then Ben, the sequel, mm. which came out a year later. Uh, they never remade Ben, which I was hoping they would, because really that that remake of Willard was fucking great. And there you go. Hey. I just got to say, and this is pretty crazy, that if of all the top five lists that we've done, how meta is it that we remade the remake <laughs> episode? There you go. Right? It was intentional. It, it wasn't, but how crazy is that, that we, 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 we did a redo of our remake list, which, you know, and, and it was slightly different, but that sort is, of the same. Is, and I was like, meta. hey, that's awesome. Nice. nice. It was accidental, but hey, why not? Of all the ones you could have redone. Why not redo the remakes? Right. All right. Fantastic. All right. Now let's talk about the movie of the month. This month's movie, um, we we met some people when we were going to the Knott's uh, uh, Scary Farm here in California uh, that were in line behind us, and we uh, strike up a chat with them, and they recommended this film. Um, the movie is called Horror in the High Desert. Now, this is filmed in uh, 2021. If you look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, you will see that there are no critic reviews, and it's got a 71% by audience, but the audience reviews are fewer than 50 ratings overall. So it could be skewed. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, I don't <laughs> recall the names of those, that couple we were talking to. They were very nice. Very um, nice, yeah, yeah. Had a great conversation about horror movies yep. and horror in general, and we asked them, we told them about the show, uh, and so they recommended this one. So it was my turn to pick, but I was like, hey, let's, let's, we finally got a recommendation from, from a fan, which we don't often get. So no. let's, uh, or a uh, hopeful fan. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we, we, we picked this one for this, uh, for this time around. Yeah, so let's, real quickly, we'll go over some information about this. So, Horror in the High Desert was released in 2021, strictly to streaming services. Uh, It's an American film written and produced and directed by Dutch Marich. I don't know that guy. Uh, It seems like this is his best-known work. I wonder if he was one of the guys in the film. Yeah, so the film features some found footage elements, a mockumentary-type element uh, about a mysterious disappearance of a hiker in the high desert region of Nevada. Um. This movie um, um, was produced and shot during the height of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, and that's why no two characters appear on screen at any time. I don't know if you noticed that at all. Yeah, it was a good um, concept, though. It definitely reminded me of some of those, um, those you know, documentaries that you see on True TV, like, you know, about the, the killer next door and crap like that. Like, like I, when I started watching it, that's why I was like, yeah, this reminds me of those those shows on, you know, yeah. yeah, it was a good concept. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's just a kind of little overview of that. So um, it was uh, we watched it on I, I, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, I it, think it's also on Tubi. Yep, yeah, with commercials, Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, it is included with it for free, so you don't have to pay extra for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about an hour. What was it like? An hour and forty-five minutes or so. Is it? It was yeah, it was a bit long. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. <laughs> it got it got to be a bit long. There yeah, was kind of cut the choo choo train stuff out of there. I think. Well, it, yeah, I, I'm gonna because I'm, of the. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just pause here for a moment and say that we're gonna start probably giving away some shit because I I'm gonna start going off Choo-choo a little. Trains bit. aren't giving anything. Away. No, no, that, that, no, no, that's not. But um, if you're interested in see it, go check it out um, or wait or if you don't want to see it or you're not sure you want to listen you can listen now but we will be discussing some spoilery stuff um, I would say go see it spoil but you know no. I would say go check it out it's the, would you say it got on uh, Rotten Tomatoes from fans 71% it's yeah here's here's my biggest complaint number one I, I'm I've never been quite the fan of found footage horror Right. Right. Same here. Same here. And often because, you know, in order to make found footage, you have to have shaky camera shots, which on a Mm -hmm. big fucking screen makes you want to puke your your guts out. I mean, I think this way, when Blair Blair Witch Project came out, I went into the theaters to see that with a friend and I had to leave. Yeah, I I I was so motion sick and nauseous from the shaky camera of that. Yeah. 
The nice thing about this one is they blend together the found footage with like a mockumentary, right? Yeah. I like the mockumentary part. It actually kept me interested for the first portion of it. Yeah, well they, in the beginning it seemed like they had enough like little tags, little hooks to make you want yeah. to like follow along. But right. that started to kind of tail off near the end. It and did. I, and I kept it going, did. well, you need to you need to throw another you need to throw a little bit of bait in there. You need to make me you yeah. know, when a guy comes on the screen and says, Well, we found out that he found this little cabin and blah you gotta you gotta kinda get me hooked to keep wanna watching. Yeah. I mean when I look at like un unresol- unsolved mysteries or something, they always got a hook in there. They got even though there's no commercials in a movie, you got to have a little bit of a hook to pull yeah, just me keep in coming to the back. next scene, right? Yeah. And they, 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 like you said, they started out really good with that, and I, I was interested. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. And then about halfway through, I was like, oh, okay, you got to move this. Sluggish a little right. Yeah. The pacing like, started to really slow down. And towards the last, like, like half hour, it really, like, like I was like, oh, geez, like. I, I was I was digging it and I and I and I liked where it was going, and then I don't know what what happened. Like they they didn't know how to finish it. Or well, and then the same thing with those last ten minutes of the film, Ugh. with the the night vision camera. Most of the what time, was he doing? he's just aiming at like a bush. Yeah, like, and he yeah. wasn't saying anything. Like you were just like I'm like okay, we're like, but when they threw that like. That silhouette in there, like I was like, "Oh shit, what was that?" Well, that right. But then they went back to showing the bush again right. for like five minutes. Like, there was a silhouette like coming down off the side of the building or whatever. Yeah. And he ducks yeah. down behind the bush and he puts his hand over the fucking camera. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "What is he doing? Why would he do that? Yeah. What, is he thinking and putting a hand over the camera is going to stop the creature or whatever it is from seeing him?" The other weird thing about that too was even though he wasn't saying anything, you didn't hear him breathing either. I was like, like it, it was just like the, the camera was like just doing like Dude, this. And that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, he was aiming at a bush. He was, For me, if I would have seen that in the woods, my camera motion would have been more frantic. <laughs> it would have been frantic. Yeah. I would have been running in the other direction or running in some yeah. other direction, not looking at yeah. this fucking bush where the guy was at. And then he pulls out a fucking gun and is firing it at nothing because he can't see anything. He hears some noises, which are very... Like, I had my headphones on when I was watching it, and it was very faint. You could barely hear anything. So it sounded like a radio or something. Like I, I couldn't figure out what the hell it was supposed to be. And then when you when you find out who or what the, the thing is, I'm like, well, how is he making those noises? Did he have a radio or like what? what where, where were those noises coming from? Yeah. So all in all, like the film confused me near the end. Like I, yeah, I felt it, like they they had a great concept, mm-hmm. and it started out well. But it was ex- you know near the end it got executed so poorly. There's something that fell apart there. Maybe it was because of the pandemic. Maybe they had a bigger, broader vision that didn't come together. Uh, to me, it would have been a better film if they could have crunched it down into 45 minutes. I think yeah. th- you could have cut off a bunch of some of those interviews that seemed to almost repeat information a couple times. So you Yeah, know, the, like the, the, his sister just sitting there like... <sighs> yeah. I mean, there were a bunch I'm of like, things. all right, we showed her doing that already. Yeah. They could just like trim it down a little bit, compress it a little bit, and then make those camera, make that found footage more realistic. Like I said, you couldn't hear him. Like my heart would have been racing just, yeah. just from that dude coming down. Breathing heavy. You would have heard me breathing. Yeah. You, uh, they were in the high desert of Nevada, which, by the way, the high desert can get quite it's hot cold. during the day, but it's fucking freezing yeah. at night. Why did I and not see his breath? And he had like a shirt on. Breath? Right. Yeah, he had a shirt on and a backpack. He should have been huffing. Uh, because of his heart racing, we should have seen his breath. We should have had yeah. the camera shaking ever so slightly to say, I'm fucking scared. And then instead of just, yeah. he would pan from one side to the other of this bush. From one side to the other. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you're trying to find the monster, he's on the other side of the bush. Like, back yeah. the fuck up or, or <laughs> go around it. Like, what the hell? The other thing that uh, was weird about that last, like, half hour was, like, they... they, they Went away from that, and they were talking about like all his fans turned on it. And I'm like, did I miss? Did I miss something? Right. That wait, 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 when did all of them turn on him? Like, they he was talking about the, the cabin, yeah, which they never showed because she apparently erased it. And then they were all like, oh, you didn't see nothing. You're just making this. Sh-. I'm like, wait a minute, what what happened? Like, what, yeah. where? And I like rewound it just a bit. That I, I was like, that I that I follow that I like. I was like, why did they all turn on him? Like, I couldn't figure that out. Yeah. But then there was a cabin. We did see the cabin. Yeah. In the found footage, yeah. there was a cabin. Uh, and some fucking freaky one-eyed dude. 
that was the other thing I couldn't figure out either because, like, he was like three miles away from where his car was. He said it was yeah. a six, no three hours, three hours away from his worst. He said it was a six-hour walk yeah. back and forth. And here's this guy that they claim was like he had like he was kind of deformed. Yeah. So he went out to live in the middle of the desert by himself. I'm like, how? Yeah. Like there was nothing there. There was no river. No, he didn't have like a windmill no or like source, a well no or yeah. And he always smelled the smoke and like you would have saw the smoke and if it was only a three hour walk off the road. Somebody would have found it. Well, dude, what was that thing then? Because he had a torch or something at the end there, right? Yeah. 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 But but yeah, I I, I yeah I I guess he was he was just a, a loner dude who didn't want like. There was no occult or anything involved. Like, like if you if you at least would have gave me like a supernatural angle to it, I could have. Well, that's what I was thinking at first when you heard that like music or talking, almost like a radio or something when he first yeah, showed up. In yeah, the and they also hyped up all those cemeteries that he found <laughs> throughout the movie. So I'm thinking, okay, he he he's Stumbling hyping up into these like cemeteries, some sort of cult area or something, or like a, like a ghost or something. Right. Like, yeah, it's going to be something like that. Or even I was thinking maybe it's going to be like Blair Witch, and it's some like you know witch out there, right, right, doing like you sacrifices know? or whatever. Because when they show, yeah. they're like, oh, we there's his hand. They found the yeah. the camera with the hand, and it was cut off and placed in his bag with his stuff. I'm like, all right, this is going to be some wicked shit that they run into, and then it's just some old guy with one eye and. And he's homeless, sir. And you get a like, blurry. He's got a home. Obviously, he killed him because you get the blurry image of the guy coming at him when the when the camera freezes. And I'm like, well, yeah. I, I felt like I got robbed of an hour and a half of my time. I, I did. I didn't enjoy the film overall. Yeah, like I said, I I, I started to enjoy it. I thought it was really good going in like halfway yeah, yeah. into it, yep. and then it just fell apart for me. Like, and I and I wanted to like it, even like I said towards the end there when they. Sh- like they finally got to what he was gonna find, I was a little anxious. Yeah. Like I was a little on edge. Yeah. And when they showed that silhouette real quick, it's like, oh shit! Finally, we're gonna see what the hell it is. Well, that was the thing. Like he's looking at the camera, and it looks like like a cross or something on the side of the building, and then you just see a body, like a person, come down from it. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, man? Yeah. He, and I was like, all right, here we go. Here's here we thing. go. He didn't even act in a normal human way after that. <laughs> <laughs> He just ducks behind the bush and puts his hand over the camera. Like, what the fuck is that doing? <laughs> I would have been shitting my pants. You would have heard me on you the camera seen. going, oh, 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 holy shit, what the fuck was that? I gotta get the fuck out of here. And instead, and he's just like <laughs> sitting there behind the bush with his hand over the fucking thing. I'm like, why does yeah. he have the hand? Do they have not, is the budget that bad that we're not going to get to see whatever that was? Why is his hand <laughs> over it? Uh, and and uh, you would have seen me, like the, the camera, you would have heard thump. And the camera would have been on the ground, and you would have heard my feet going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Running in the other yeah. direction. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wanted to like it, and 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 it started out for me that I was liking it, but it yeah. ended. Yeah, again, I, I really was like looking at my watch like every like five minutes for like the last half it's, hour. It's a common theme with some of these independent films that we run into, right? We we've reviewed quite a few independent films, and we've always got you know. There's been a couple that are great. But there's a handful that it's always like good idea, poor execution, editing. Yeah, editing, bad yeah. editing, bad pacing. You know, the yeah, the idea a isn't bad writing. Right, like the it's, idea it's isn't a good concept, but the writing's a little rough. Well, and and they right. they they kept hyping that kid up to be some sort of like genius. Yeah, and like what when he when he talked, he was using like fifth yeah. grade grammar. You know, yeah, like, like I was like, go over the mountain and see what's on the other side. You know? Yeah. Like I'm like, here's my like, new train collection. I found at the yeah. farmer's market. I'm like, what? Oh, we, we haven't seen much wildlife except for those sheep and the, Ooh, there's some yeah. deer. I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. know, man. Like I, I'm not pretentious, but uh, you're not using language to me that, that conveys that you're as brilliant as everyone has made you out Agreed. to be in this movie. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the lisp. That he has, or whatever, like right. that weird, like thing he yeah, had, like yeah. had nothing to do with that. He just, I don't know. <laughs> and that was the weird thing too. When he went on his his last hike, all he had on him was a camelback. Yeah, like one of those like water things. I'm like, yeah. isn't he walking like 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 six hours away? I, like all he's gonna right. And not only that, I think I think they're like they're assuming that people watching this don't understand the desert. Like like I said. The desert is hot during the day and fucking yeah. freezing. Freezing cold at night, freezing at night, yeah. The high desert of Nevada. So he should have had like a fucking hoodie on. He should have had a hat. And like well, I said, well, he's a survivalist though. He's a survivalist. Well, that's the thing. And and, yeah. and like I said, his camera 
when, when our grills wouldn't wear a jacket. <laughs> right, right. His camera when once he found that dude, like he, you should have seen his breath. It was at night, infrared. You should have seen his yeah. breath in front of the camera when he was panicking. He should have been breathing that, heavily, and he should have seen it. And with as close as that guy was with that torch, that night vision would have been all thrown off. Right, which tells because me because that wasn't a night vision shot. It was a regular white light shot that they just showed back in black and white to make it as it's infrared. But yeah, because with night night vision, like if if you get like a really bright out. light, yeah, would have got flooded. Yeah, it out. just floods the whole thing yeah. out. You just really need like a, a a small bit of light for those to work properly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, <laughs> it's nice that somebody recommended this to us, but it just wasn't good. Yeah, I we apologize for for bashing the movie that you recommended. If you're listening no, to we, this, uh, yeah, if you're um, listening to this, we really appreciate that you uh, recommended it. And yeah, and I picked a movie the first year that was probably actually it's one of our most dude, <laughs> most one of the to most episodes. listened to episodes is All the Devils Are Here. And I picked it, and it was shit. We didn't even actually, dude, we, we didn't even we, finish the film. We didn't finish, we didn't even finish it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so so nothing personal. It's just you know. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna say you know it's our it's our job. I mean, it's not a job, but yeah, it's our job basically to yeah to give our honest opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna say you know out of five stars, I'm gonna give this one and a half. I'm gonna give it one and a half because it, ambitious, right? Yeah. Just didn't pull it off. I'm doing two only because, like I said, I I thought the first half hour to forty minutes was was good. Yeah. I was I was yeah. it kept my interest and I liked it. And after that, so I'm going to say two because, you know. I'm going to go one and a half. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what are we going to do, like a one and a half? Yeah, we'll do one yeah, and a half. One and a half. Th- American Nightmare podcast, one and a half for Horror in the High Desert 2021 film. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm still going to say check it out. If you're a horror fan, check it out. See what you think about it. Yeah, uh, and and I'm interested in some feedback. If you want to, if you want to send me an email and tell me what kind of an asshole I am, that I'm all wrong, that the, you know, whatever, and how yeah, please, how dare I rip into someone? Uh, here's here's the most common thing I expect to get all the time is why would you rip into someone's hard work? You're right. People put effort into these films. They put a lot of time and effort and thought into them. They write these scripts. They write these sure. screenplays. They work on the direction and post production. I don't mean to trash anybody's work, but as a just my opinion. as a spectator, this is my opinion of that film. Yeah, it has yeah, to exactly. Be entertaining, right? That's why I said it, it's got to be entertaining. And yeah, yeah. And there's there's some of the ones that we've watched, like the art house ones, that I, you know, wasn't my type of film, but I thought, you know, it was it was a good movie if you like that kind of film. This one, a it, well, great example. Found footage is, great example. Climax. Remember that film? Yeah. Good yeah, example. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, art house film. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, just not my kind of film. Yeah, this this was found footage with some mockumentary in there. Climax had some cool stuff in it though, like some of the deaths, like yeah, some of it was good. People on fire and stuff. It was just, you know, the music and stuff just got a little bit. It was fucking much. weird, dude. <laughs> well, it was people tripping on acid, so like I said, it had some cool stuff, but yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. There's too much dancing for me. Like the whole first like 45 yeah, minutes was like, just them like, just them dancing. She locked the kid in the boiler. It, it gave me flashbacks of the discos in in uh, in downtown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say it, was, it reminds me of the discos in downtown um, um, Berlin. No, uh, fucking Paris. Uh, oh. When I was in Paris in 2002, there were these like nightclubs in Paris that are like a mm-hmm. mix of like gay and straight people like dancing to some weird ass shit uh people in paris loved it but i was like ah, i'm not into this fucking music mm. yeah no anyway uh yeah so uh again if you know if you have any feedback you want to give us a little feedback about that about this film or you want to offer up another movie that we should watch or a movie uh or, or a top five list that we should do uh, obviously, yeah. we're running short because now we've repeated <laughs> ourselves. We've rebooted a reboot list. Uh, <laughs> you can always email us at feedback at the-american-nightmare.com or visit us on the web at the-american-nightmare.com or see us on Facebook. Look up the American Nightmare podcast. Um Thank you for listening, and I want to say 
happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners in the U.S. Uh, yes, happy Thanksgiving. And have some time with yep. your family. Uh, try to avoid traveling. I just saw the video uh, this last night of the 405 here in California, bumper to bumper for, for uh. hundreds of miles. That made me want to jump off a bridge because I'm like, oh, shit, I got to take my my sister's family to the airport at, mm. by 10 a.m. And I'm thinking, am I going to get stuck in that fucking traffic? Oh, man, what time What time did you leave the house? Uh, well, you left the house. I left the house at 930 because it said 30 minutes to the airport. 30 minutes Oof, to the airport. Once you get to the airport, it was at a standstill in that fucking Oh, I can imagine. Thing. Yeah, I can imagine. So I say it's going to be the heaviest since COVID. Yeah, I made my my sister and her family do a little extra work. I apologized and said, I've got a great idea. When you come into the terminal here at LAX, there's a shortcut route that takes you to the last terminal, Terminal 7. She was getting on Terminal 5, which is JetBlue. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to drive right over to Terminal 7, drop you off, and then go ahead and just walk to Terminal 5. Hoof it over. Because yeah, I'm not, I don't want to spend the next hour in this fucking loop of traffic trying to get through seven mm. terminals. Yeah. Uh, so and then, thankfully, they were like, "Oh, okay, no problem, we can do it." And and then I text them. Nice. I text them, but their <laughs> flight has been delayed an hour so far. So, oh, uh, really, is, uh, dude? And I and I don't know what it was. My sister and I, when we planned this trip, I'm like, "Yeah, come at that time. That's great." I didn't think, you know, this is the heaviest travel day yeah. of the year, the yeah. day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, it is. I said, "You're." I hope. I said, "If you get stuck at the airport, call me. I'll just come pick you up and you spend the night here." But. What the hell, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. All right, everyone. Thank you. Those tacos is what you were thinking. Well, that's right. Mm. We we did do Yummy. those tacos in. <laughs> All right, awesome. Did you go to the same location? Uh, yeah, location? we did because we went. We also went to La Brea Tar Pits. Uh, her kids gotcha. wanted to see them. Ah, nice. Uh, but Trejo's Maryland Tacos. Street House? Yeah, we we looked at that too. <laughs> uh, when we went to Trejo's Tacos, though, it was jam fucking packed. Really? Every seat really? was taken. I had to, we had to sit no, down no. on the on the little table inside because everything was taken. It was pretty. Yeah, cool. we didn't have that problem. And, and my sister, my daughter, we had a place to ourselves, as a matter of fact. That's right. And my yeah. my daughter, the day before, she sent me a picture. Her friend was eating at that Danny Trejo's tacos, and Danny Trejo was there and took a picture with my uh, with the uh, daughter's friend. Oh, that's awesome! So we missed them by a day. Ah, uh, oh, that's cool yeah. though that they got that picture. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will uh we will have a new episode for you next month. Thanks everybody. All right, happy Thanksgiving. Peace out.